Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 393. Tonight, I'm here with James Babb. Hello. Alex Schlegel. What's up, everybody? And Lou. Hey. What's going on, guys? Worms. Worms. This isn't just any Lou, okay? This is Lou Sander Fiend, also known as Dandy Lions, also known as... Uh, what are some of the other aliases, Lou, that, that some of your fans may recognize? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Just in general, Lou. That's... It's kind of basic. Kind of basic. I'm like a a one named um, non celebrity. I'm kind of like share. For me, Ouch. you're just like the- a reason for the internet to exist. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Without if if you've like if they've somehow found a way to permaban you, I don't think I'd even need the internet. Like, like what would be the point if I couldn't get your memes and uh, you know just kind of sustains me through these interesting times. Well, thank you. I feel the same way about you, Babby. <laughs> Lou and I uh, are acquainted from the Freedom Fiends, which was um, a fun radio show back in the day. And uh, our shows together were always a hoot. Yes, they were. I recruited you for that. I, I, I felt very, very happy to get you on board. So as you can see, James and I have a little bromance thing going on. We complete, <laughs> we complete each other and, and yeah, we, we complete each other. That's, that's all you need to know. We can't. Well, did you know uh, my daughter, Dorothy was on the freedom fiends before I was. Yes. I got her on there too. I interviewed her. With uh, that was in the bus, right? With, yeah. Uh, with the Ben band Stone. Quaker. Yeah. Was this a pork fest? Uh, 2014. Nice. Can you just imagine what an opportunity for a kid that was, right? To be interviewed, right? Like by the bad Quaker and, and, and Lou Fien, Lou Sander Fien on the Freedom Fiends. You know, at that at that early, you know, in her development. So did she does she even understand how close to greatness that she came? She was like a mile away from it, but that's pretty <laughs> darn close. <laughs> uh, you know, she, I think she, uh, she 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 has a clue. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's been a good part of her development and just, you know, coming to Pork Fest. And because otherwise, like if it wasn't for Pork Fest, like. Like all of this, like anarchy stuff, would just be dad stuff, right? But mm. because she's come to Porkfest her whole life and other events, and you know, smoke downs in Philly, or like end the Fed rallies and stuff, like, and met plenty of other people, right? That like just kind of takes some of that burden off to know that there's like cool people that you know she can just hang out with, and I don't have to worry about. Yeah. That- that that's something that I really appreciate about my first pork fest, which was 2014. When uh, did she win like the Shark Tank elevator pitch competition or something like that? And she won. Uh, I think she won a, a 3D printer at that. Nice. She no, she won an ounce of gold that had been donated Ooh. by Tim Fry of Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Oh, I thought wow. that was. I thought that was 2016. That was 2014. Well, That's I'm not sure of which year was which, but that when she she did win a nice contest. Uh, either way, that that's was. A, yeah. Either way, you, that's you, uh, looking good right now with yeah. inflation. 
yeah, yeah. she all right so she she had the 3d printer and she was making the refrigerator magnets and other other swag for right. people to uh display and and uh I, I think she won something out of that and that's how she got yeah. the yeah. The, well, that, the thing I loved about yeah. 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 The thing I loved about Pork Fest was all that child labor because you got all these kids running around hustling. As as you're walking through like the little camp area, you'll see some some kid will grab some chalk and, and write down dog sitting, babysitting, dog walking, all this other stuff. Writing this just on the on the pathway, go over to site such and such or giving a phone number. And the the they I they were like selling stuff for the other vendors. I know um, Davi had had a, a couple kids slinging his merch. And I, I remember uh, one young girl, she comes back and she's got this handful of loot and, and she's filling up her backpack to go back out there. And he's trying to pass her something. And she's like, no, that stuff don't move. Get rid of it. No, you sell it over <laughs> here. I need this stuff here. I need the money. I'm not, I'm not carrying that. I'm not carrying this stuff around for the exercise. <laughs> well, That's it's uh, it is a great it's a great way to deploy child labor and it's and it's <laughs> I mean bring your kids to Pork Fest and have them sell shit for Bitcoin, okay? Yeah, and, it, this, it, this, it, and consider it your retirement plan, okay? Like it, <laughs> it's not just a vacation plan; like it can work for you. Yeah, and and selling uh, little bottles of ice cold water. So I, they're quite predatorial. They see somebody looked a little bit gimped out and and say, "Looks like you could use some water. One dollar." Well, um, I don't know if you remember the story when Dorothy um, wasn't Dorothy's fault, but Dorothy had like one of the earliest events they had was like a like a kids agorism event in the in the arcade. And kids set up little booths, and Dorothy was pretty little at the time. Like, like she might have been like seven years old, and um, and they, uh, she had like knitted some like pot holders, right? Like or like um, coasters, like little little knitted coasters, right? And these were for sale, and um, and they had a little like section for kids to do their own marketing and whatnot. And uh, so we just included. Um, uh, you know, we had a cooler of beer there naturally. So we just would include a beer with every sale. Like if you bought the, the coaster, right? Like it came, you also got a beer, right? Which, you know, seemed, seemed uh, you know, just like good marketing. But the NPR reporter came along like right through there and, and like spun it like kids are selling booze. At oh, God. <laughs> of course, of course, Nazi propaganda radio would do that. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that obvious that we were selling booze. We were giving the booze away, right? You know, it was just you know. But uh, anyway, so don't talk to NPR reporters. They're they're yeah, snitches. Just, yeah, kick mm. them out. Give them the the Lou Rockwell treatment. What was it when uh, the New York Times showed up at the Mises Institute? He just kicked them off the property. It's like get out. They're not even worth <laughs> worth talking to. <laughs> you know, because you know anyway. they're going to spin it. They're going to spin it however they want. You know they're not going to be honest. So, but yeah, pork fest, good times, good times. I don't think I'll be able to go this year though. Yeah, what? I won't be able to either. Yeah, there's too many, too I'll many be, events uh, going on. Yeah, too much shit. Going What's on competing? This, this oh, the Tom Woods wedding. You guys are going to Tom Woods's wedding. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yeah, crash think- it, dude. We're crashing it. PRL. Yeah. We're- 
Yeah. We're doing a live podcast. Well, We're have I, a heard this, I heard yep. this time he's right marrying an adult. <laughs> Wait, how old was his last wife? She was, well, none of my business. I didn't even want to mention that. No. I just did see somebody talking about that, which I thought was none of, totally none of my business. But, <laughs> but I thought I'd mention it on a podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I just, no. No, I take that. I No. No, I didn't. Uh, speak- it's not, totally not appropriate for this show. Speaking of, all, oh God, oh, let's revisit this kind of like trash gutter talking uh, nonsense and gossiping on the after hour show for Patreons only. Yeah, if you want to hear if you want to hear that kind of amazing content, you've got to subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians for as little as one dollar a month. You can get access to Babs uh, low brow gossip. Yeah, sharing gossip about <laughs> famous celebritarians and other C-list, B-list, Z-list celebrities. Sounds kind of like a peep show. Kind of, yeah. Except there's no visuals at all. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. We also have a, even, Lou, what you don't know is we also have a higher level, which is just for feds and informants, right. where we just talk about all of our plans, all $2, of pirate stuff. Like, instead of you having to go through an expensive surveillance thing, we just allow you to subscribe and we just just, just tell you everything. Yeah, you can disable that rootkit on my computer and you just get to have everything right there. Yeah, speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of the Fed level of our Patreon, um, so this was kind of random and we were talking about it before, before we went live, but I got a random, I was tagged in a Twitter post by one of my followers. Um, they tagged me and they said, you know, they tagged me at Alexander and my, whatever, all my numbers that were randomly generated. <laughs> by, I don't know how, I, I mean, I guess I got to figure it out at some point, but I'm just like, ah, whatever. It if makes it want, harder. If you want people to follow you. <laughs> yeah, it might be, I might want to change my Twitter handle, but, um, but basically this guy hits me up and, and, or I don't know what, who knows? It could be a bot. I don't know, but what's number Alex, Alexander, Four six zero seven nine six three six was number eighty eight on my follower list. You have won the Ender three. Please DM me. So I'm like, what's the Ender hmm. three? The Ender three is uh, a three D printer. It's uh, first, first of all, can you confirm that that is the actual person you think it is, right? And it's right. not well, like a like a like a posing uh, like a, an account that's posing as him, right? Does it have the right number of followers or some way to confirm? Yeah, well, I don't. That's the thing. I don't know this individual. Um, so I'm looking at Let's it right see, now. Ender three. That's a that's a low end printer. It's it looks low, like that's low end. Yeah, it's, it's like only like one hundred ninety bucks. Why didn't this guy just DM you himself? Right, right. So that was kind of odd. And then at first, I could not DM him. So there was a conversation that went back and forth with someone else that tag. You know. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind of odd. I looked at the followers. There, there are there are um, let's see 134 followers. You know, 526 following. There's quite a few mutuals that I know, but none of these individuals in in real life. I mean, there's a couple familiar accounts or people that I'm familiar with, but yeah, I don't know. It seems a little off, and I couldn't DM him. It, it was there was no way to message him. And Wait, then why just, can you DM? Account was probably blocked for spam or something. You know, like it, it could have been. Yeah, but then they probably but then got I'll... hacked, and then they just started spamming people's accounts from his account. 
It sounds an awful lot like when I would get these these messages or if I was commenting on a post, I'd see a response to my comment from Ellen DeGeneres letting me know that I won, won a prize. And it was really wild because I won prizes three days in a row, maybe more, and I kept blocking the account. So uh, Ellen must have really wanted to get a hold of me to, to go and make all these additional accounts. You're just that much of a winner, Lou. Just wherever you go, like, just you win. And Could be. And Kimmock's wondering, how does the Twitter... Yeah. I think... Uh-oh. Whoa. We're getting Whoa. A cat is there a cat fight? <laughs> yep. I black think he's cat on... you for not knowing how to use Twitter, Alex. <laughs> it's a black cat on black cat violence over here. Yeah. No, it's not that... Um, I mean, I guess it's just odd that he would message me and then... Uh, DM me if you're interested and I wasn't able to. And now it's just, just seems, it seems very suspect. You know, it's like, uh, I think you should, I think you should DM him and say, hell yeah, I'm interested. Right? Well, I but- did. I, I said, Oh yeah. He said, will you accept the ender three or would you like to pass it on and have me pull another random number? And to, I to- was like, yeah, go ahead, Lou. Yeah, I was, I don't to know. show how much you want it, you should learn how to say thank you very much. I appreciate your offer in Nigerian. <laughs> yeah, I. Who knows? It, but yeah, it seems a little seems a little sus. So I'm like, but, sure. Let me... but, right. It sounds sketchy. But what if you got a 3D printer and you decided to make 3D printed weapons? Exactly. But is that something I want shipped to my house? Like definitely not to your hey, house. fed boy. Send right, it to my new job house. that I I'll send it to my new job that I just started. I mean, Amazon will ship it to your house within three hours and 46 minutes. Have them send it to your Nigerian address. Yeah, I think, uh, or your Liberian address or your Somali address. There you go. We've all got them, right? Yeah. Is there a market for that? Do we have any, uh, advertisers that want to advertise that service? We set up. Uh, well, I think we're going to have to leave that mystery unsolved. How about Russia? Is there any problem with sending like like three D printing equipment to Russia these days? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's it could be like a crypto scammer bots on Twitter. Yeah, that's Johnny Rico. Sometimes I'm just so curious as to like exactly what kind of scam is this? Like that you just want yeah, to how say, does the like, scam yeah, work? Right? Find out like what, <laughs> like, like, like you want to find the mechanics of the of the like, scam just for your own edification, right? Right. Just I'm like, like why would because some yeah, of them are strange. actually like fairly sophisticated, right? It's like, are they going to ask me to cover shipping, or is it they want yeah. my Bitcoin private key, or is it they send me like 200k and then I've got to like deposit the check and give them like the balance and then turns out the check bounces and yeah (laughs) i i think that it would be very good tell them that you want to be a part of the scam ask them if they will sell you a franchise and tell them that tell them that you need their operation (laughs) tell them tell them that you need their banking information so that you can send them the money that that they need for this yeah what's your routing number else yeah, your banking yeah. info. I'll send you a, and your your four digit pin and uh, yeah and the passcode for your bank. Your, your mother's maiden name. Yep. Last four. Yeah, last, last four of four your. Uh, well, it, it, well, they don't. I don't think they'd have a social security number in Nigeria. Oh, that's true. They're not as fascist as we are. 
Well, anyways. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. look into that, Alex. What do you get a chance? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys. I'll give you an update. See how this goes. But yeah, it's just. Meanwhile, not... Babs is out in the swamps right now. He's I'm in a in secure Everglades. and undisclosed location. That's correct. Yes. Deep, far from civilization. Let's put it that way. Right. And uh, but you are in proximity to the Bitcoin conference, maybe. That's right. That's right. Bitcoin 2022. It's 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 a total normie like Bitcoin for normal people, you know, investment Ugh. and whatnot. Yeah, it's total normal stuff. But um, there's going to be a free Ross NFT auction. And Lynn is is going to be doing something uh, with this auction. And I'm hoping it raises a lot of money for free Ross and the associated causes. And um so anyway, that's that's good. I think that's a good audience for free Ross. So I'm I think it's going to be fun. Not to mention there's a bunch of cool other stuff like at the Shitcoin 2022 conference, um, and then I heard there's a Monero event and you know other parties and whatnot. So uh, this would be a good place to come and like drug people and get their private keys and <laughs> like and steal their shit coins. <laughs> yeah. So regarding the shitcoin conference, is that the new central bank digital currency that I've been hearing rumblings about? Yeah, will they have <laughs> will they have an exhibit there? Will they will they be speaking at this conference? Possibly. They're, I'm sure they're gonna be represented by their interests, no doubt. Uh, there's literally uh, hundreds of speakers on this list of uh, at this event. It is massive. Like I mean prime time so hey bitcoin is for everyone even even scumbags politicians um speaking of uh the president of el salvador is supposed to be there but then i saw a recent headline that he had to declare martial law due to uh murders being out of control i'm like uh-oh like maybe you shouldn't be doing bitcoin conferences if like hell's breaking loose back home oh shit is this the start I, of the yeah. great reset i bet bitcoin caused the, mur the murders because remember how there was like no terrorism and no drug use or any illegal activity until like after 2009 and the magic internet drug money came out there and it it, it started funding all this stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it's well, and it's because of the volcano too, right? Like the volcano gods and need to be appeased, but um, trying to get the scoop on this story. I'm not seeing anything um, about martial law. I am seeing well, state, state of emergency. Of emergency. Yeah, that's that's the euphemism. Okay, but basically, he's giving himself it's like, oh, it's a politician giving himself sweeping new powers. The constitutional uh, rights of assembly and communication are temporarily suspended to allow law enforcement and the military to secure national territory. The penal system is, is this, ordered to implement the emergency at its maximum security prisons, with jail cells locked around the aisle. The, around the clock. Could you read that in Emperor Palpatine's voice, please? <laughs> <laughs> or should I say Chancellor? Chancellor. Right, so, the you message know, to gangs I, is, because of your actions, your homeboys will not be able to see a single ray of light, he said. What? That's that what the president said. I, I don't know. It's like, that, that doesn't sound fun. I, that, that sounds more like Biden than Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Bukele. Who's, oh, that is the president. Yeah, that's what. Bukele, yeah. What well, he so he's on the bill at the convention. So, whoa. That'd be I, interesting I, I if he shows up. Him. 
Like we might be at the like, hey, that who's that dude at the bar? Oh, that's the that's the dude who just declared martial law in El Salvador. Like, what's up, dude? I mean, <laughs> how can we get him on the cast oh, next week? Can't but <laughs> for the audio audio listeners, uh, we got a we got a cat here a, on the uh, camera. Now, from Lou's cat's perspective, that was an honor. Like that cat just did all of us at home an honor by if he sprays us. Then for everyone to stay. yeah, this turned she, into like a cat. Cat she only sprays chin. us. Sorry, I don't want to misgender your cat. Well, I'm not a, actually, I'm not a veterinarian. With, with, yeah, I'm, not, with, sorry, I'm not a veterinarian. I don't. With, with the stuff that's been done already, I don't think we have to worry about it. Her, her gender is. Uh, ambiguous yeah let's just say not what it used to be right not, not... <laughs> poor thing <laughs> so so is everything starting now biops or is it are we with the convention yeah um tomorrow i'm gonna help lynn set up and i think nice. uh things are, are kind of underway there's a whale party on wednesday night um whale party it's gonna be a big hit the whale party yeah so just so, all the whales are there. That's where you want to come and and like like um, like do the Bill Cosby thing. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> drug your date, get their private key, yeah, get everybody's private you know? keys, get some of that stuff yeah. you can like blow into their face, and it makes them like do whatever you want. What like, yeah, whatever whatever the the current way of doing that is. I don't I don't know. But this would be a good the most what modern... is the CIA tactics nowadays? What do they <laughs> yeah. do? What's the MK Ultra of 2022? <laughs> they put CNN on for like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, no, take my private keys, all of it. <laughs> my Dogecoin too. Just take it yeah. all. Yeah, MK Ultra was replaced with CNN. Have you guys seen the CNN Plus, the subscription service? Oh my god! I saw oh an ad god. for it. Yeah. Oh my it's god! Like even, it's, it's even more CNN for those that just love it that much. Yeah, the, I, the, the comments on the advertisement for it. Oh my god! It is the 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 the, the, the op was getting pegged pretty hard to put it mildly. So it, it did it did not go as as the as CNN Plus had anticipated. I don't think. What is it? Just all like CNN channels? She, just just. It's like streaming demand or what is it? Uh, I think it's like the the usual CNN plus more. It is it's regular CNN to like the fifth power. So it's more CNN than you have ever seen before. I don't know. Where you, you basically <laughs> CNN Max. Does it give you like press releases directly from the Democratic? National Committee. Yeah, it's like, just and it it's just a microphone on Joe Biden's order. desk. No, 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 no. This is a additional channel. You're talking about regular CNN. <laughs> so I, so yeah, I don't know. I maybe there's some different shows. Maybe maybe they drop f bombs or something like that. Maybe uh, I don't know. It's down again. Could be. Hmm. Maybe you I can mean, customize there's, it. Well, I there, there's plenty of boobs it. on CNN. Yeah, was it Stelter? Our boy Stelter on there. Who? <laughs> Potato Head. <laughs> the one got Brian Stelter. Uh, yeah. No, no idea. Uh, uh, do we have to he's play one the song? Of, he's one of their the <laughs> right. I guess the what would you call them spokes liars? I mean, oh I don't God, know what's the job. Title. He's from he's from Maryland. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's from like neck of the woods. 
Yeah, he it's a Towson, right? Total Fed. Yeah, Total Fed. D- does he host a show or is he just one of the propaganda readers? I think he has a show, right? Because yeah, the show, um, his show basically is combating misinformation. The MDM in mainstream media, trusted sources. So he's like the fake journalist, the CIA <laughs> right. journalist. Right, like, like, Ed, God forbid, Ed some Russian malinformation, you know, like got in, got out there. Ed, Ed Kimmick says they just show reruns of January six, <laughs> and they just stream it twenty four seven. Yeah, right. Just around the but clock also, coverage. Also, like, cuts to like, like politicians like hiding under their desks and yeah. uh, screaming in terror and crying but remember they put those fucking gas masks on and those bubble hats and that self-breathing apparatus and they were all all (laughs) escorted out i don't even know if he's still a sitting congress i guess he would be yeah the maryland congressman they interview i don't even know what the fuck this douchebag's name is but it was just so hilarious for this guy's being interviewed and just how brave he was yeah, it was such clown world. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking insane. Now, I, Ocasio hiding in the bathroom. Like, right. Three I, miles six, away. Yeah. I did see I did see that there's going to be a special feature, multi-part presentation. I don't know how many parts, but it's going to be AOC talking about the uh, invasion of Ukraine by Russia and uh-huh. how how she witnessed the whole thing and it was almost as bad as January 6th and <laughs> and as she saw the the Russian troops riding around in their in their tanks and in in their light armored vehicles and everything and she was just up against the the, the chain link fence screaming her head off to tell them to stop and and then she saw Vladimir Putin running around in camo fatigues and uh and a bison hat and I, it just really scared the hell out of her and you know, it was even worse than when uh uh Will Smith smacked her at the Oscars <laughs> so yeah I don't know I don't know what all they I don't know what all they can do with that how many episodes they can get but I mean I'm I I'm sure that's at can... least a mini series right Oh yeah yeah at definitely least, right? maybe some sequels spin-offs who knows uh, one of the people I'm hoping to see in Miami is Jason Rink uh, do you guys know Jason Rink he's he's a filmmaker he came out with a documentary called Q sent me it's and he has like an inner he got an early interview with the guy with the um with the horns the Q shaman oh yeah, yeah Tom, shaman. Tom Woods Tom Woods interviewed him and I think uh Tom Woods on... interviewed the Q shaman no not the Q shaman but the no, guy but the guy that's Jason, doing this he gave Jason two back-to-back shows wow yeah, yeah it was pretty awesome um yeah so um, that, that sounds pretty that sounds pretty cool Babs yeah Jason's super cool and uh anyway he got completely scrubbed off the internet for for doing this documentary yeah like just uh not even having an, an opinion just just showing people you know just just having the topic out there was too much for the internet he got like immediately everything canceled and some of it's been uh, a big pain in the ass because he's his business is video production um um what's the the uh vimeo you know vimeo Vimeo, platform it's 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 important in the industry for like sharing and like uh, collaboratively working on video 
right? Yeah. It's 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 kind of a commercial platform, I understand, right? It's not like just oh, it's another video sharing platform. Like it's got important like like professional features for people in the industry. Yeah, yeah. And, that was um, the. Uh, so this show will not wind up on it. <laughs> this show will not wind up on Vimeo. Not this the, show. No. Okay, well, this particular if show. We were, if we were oh, the other ones will. Okay. If we were as successful as Jason, it would not be on the on Vimeo. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Jason's really cool, and the you know the way his stuff gets um, gets censored on the internet tells you that he must be doing something something right. Yeah, that's why I only interview Nick Hazelton. Who's that? He's Yet a legendary boy. yak farmer. Yeah, this is um, Nick is uh, and he he is a legend. He did he drop out of high school for yak farming? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He so he he was never looked back. Yeah, disillusioned, distraught. I had some stuff going on, and he decided that he wanted to be a yak farmer, and he wanted to drop out of school at like age sixteen, and he he kind of got famous because he called into Free Talk Live. And I think Brett was one of the hosts that night. He says, yeah, I'm 16. I want to drop out. And, you know, they, they talked to him quite a bit on it. Uh, so what, what most people would expect out of Brett and them is if somebody says they want to drop out of school, that they, they just say, yeah, yeah, drop out, drop out. But they, they actually talked to him and found out, you know, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to drop out to, to be successful? Or do you want to just drop out and, and be a waste of space and like become a communist? And <laughs> you know, I, th- there were a lot of conversations that went on with it. And What's he wound up kid. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, he wound up, getting some uh, yaks. He's, you know, he's got a little herd out there and he's posting a lot of videos on like Facebook and Instagram. And, and uh, he was a, he was a co-host on the fiends for quite a while. He's come out to Midwest peace of Liberty fest a number of times. And how old is he now? Uh, it's like 22 or 23. Okay. And I first and met him. His, I first met his him on yak Facebook. Content, his yak content is excellent. I love oh, yeah. looking at his photos. Hearing and he's, stories he successful about, at it? about how to raise yaks seems to be. I mean, he seems like he always sells out of, of whatever. What do you What do you do? Sell the meat? Yeah, sell the meat. So and, with the yak, you can you can uh, trim the fur because it's it's really good for weaving into into fibers and all that other shit. Uh, but he sells meat like seven and a half bucks a pound. And out in Oregon, where he lives, yak is not really regulated like the. Uh, like cows and stuff it's more of uh more of an exotic meat so i maybe so they no just have FDA probably avoid yeah. yeah you avoid probably all the, you could probably just take it to a, a private butcher you don't have to pretty much a usda facility then you're getting sucked into the whole usda regulation it's kind of like um it sounds like a yak sounds like uh like an alpaca that seems to be where you have some of these animals that skirt normal farming where you don't get sucked into usda but they're right. very sustainable and it's like a wise investment starting out. Or like my business where I uh, grow psychedelic frogs and harvest their venom. And Babs is mobile camper. When he go- How do you think he affords the <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin events? Yeah. yeah. Nick grows psychedelic yaks. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he, he's done pretty good for himself. He's he's had some serious lessons learned. He screwed up a couple times, but he's also done quite well. And I, I think I first started talking to him. He was like 14 
um, I was running the Freedom Fiends Facebook page, and he'd send in messages every once in a while. Hey, how does this work? Oh, God damn noob. And uh, yeah, the conversations. And like I said, he's come out to Fest a couple times, and he's been my apprentice over at the Assault Kitchen. So the assault kitchen, what's that about? Yeah. Oh, well, let's just talk right, well, about let's just talk yeah, about the fest since I yeah since I weaseled my way in here. So yeah, Midwest Peace of Liberty Fest is going to be July twenty first through twenty fifth this year in Gaines, Michigan. It's not too far from Flint. It's far enough to where you can drink the water. Um, <laughs> northwest of Detroit, and get more information go mplfest.org mike papa lima fest.org anyway it's 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 similar to pork fest except it's a lot smaller nobody's trying to get you to move there nobody's trying to get you to vote uh don't have a whole lot of minarchists running around no uh the the commies don't stick around very long they they generally go away so uh, i don't think we had any commies last year not that you know. Not that I have anything against them. I, I I wish them all a helicopter ride and happiness and everything else. But anyway, yeah, the fest it's uh, it's 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 a neat little event. It, it's definitely a camping event. There's not as many amenities as you would have at Rogers Campground, although we haven't lost water yet. Knock on wood. But uh, got I mean, so you're saying it's it's. Not an environmental disaster. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. So it's but a anyway, bit different than pork fest. It's not a biohazard, right? Yeah. But uh, Brett Van Ott's been out there. He was out there last year. I think he's coming back this year. Uh, Prof. CJ from the Dangerous History Podcast. I think he's doing a presentation. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of Spike Cohen to finalize details on him coming out, but he doesn't check his facebook messages so i'm oh, hoping yeah. i'm hoping that he's a listener and he's gonna he's gonna oh, hear we got, this um, he's gonna be like, we'll, we'll reach out to him we've had him on the podcast and uh definite definite friend of the show yeah he come friend of the show he came down to the uh maryland libertarian party we crowdfunded him to, to come ah. down to our annual crab feast so otto who's normally here what's what's otto up to he he's he we we got we could we could get him in touch with you no problem friend of the show spike cone yeah he's he's not answering text messages on his phone either but who knows he's probably he's probably it sounds so- like a sounds like a hoot and and what better time That's to be awesome. in michigan right in july like it's probably yeah, like yeah and i've never to been around. to michigan yeah oh you you got to get there so we're we're hoping that there's going to be a little pond put in for swimming out on the out on the property so it's a person's farm she's got was it 76 or 83 acres something like that somewhere around 80 acres plus or minus a couple fox prairie a 76 acre private property just southwest of flint michigan i'm, I'm looking at the website how's now. the water oh oh that's what's called is, is uh fox prairie yes <laughs> oh, i did not know that acre private property yeah but anyway um so i the, the what really makes it the the cool thing that it is is you got all these people coming in and most people know each other if you don't know if you don't know everybody there you will by the end of the weekend it's it's pretty much a guarantee it's small enough that to where you can have this intimate time together and like like with pork fest and there's no way that you could have substantial conversations with half of the people there um at, at midwest peace of liberty fest it's a lot easier to do that yeah, it's like, be overwhelming, I guess, for someone 
for for some individuals can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, but uh, I mean, th- there's a lot of stuff going on. There's it, it's it's adult friendly, it's family friendly. Uh, they had bows and arrows out there. I don't know if they had them last year, but they had them the year before that. And kids were shooting BB guns and stuff like that. And they're supervised. They got they got people that show them how you know how to how to shoot properly and safely, things like that. Who needs um, shooting? That's really the most important lesson to teach the youth. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any politicians there, though. Beth. Who needs shooting? Right? We're going to teach shooting. I assume before, it's like, politician you, free, right? Before you can aim the gun, you need uh, the, to learn like who who should be shot. The the only politician that I think would would be out there would be Spike if he uh, if he finally starts answering his messages. Mm, yeah, we'll, we'll, well reach out. We'll reach out. Make. How about yeah, Berman? That sounds Supreme. awesome. Uh, no, no commies. No commies. Yeah, no commies. <laughs> No commies. That was the first commie? stipulation. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. I know his, a lot first... of his, little, his followers are, but I never heard him technically be a commie, but I don't hear everything. So I don't know. I'm going to just not... pretend he's not a commie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's the only way it's going to happen is if you pretend. But anyway, that that's, <laughs> that, that's a side issue. But uh, so the assault kitchen. There's a number of people out there that vend food. Um, I'm pretty much the mainstay. There's some people that they'll do a little bit, but um, I do breakfast out there. Well, actually, Nick does breakfast now, and I, I call it Nick's Second Breakfast Cafe. Oh, so, breakfast, nice. Yeah, because I we don't get up early. Anyway, uh, I, I, I taught him how to make omelets and hash browns and all this other stuff, and, and he puts together a nice little spread with a little bit of learning and and yelling and a little bit of smacking around now, cause I, you don't really need the nap when you're trying to teach a young hippie kid how to do stuff. But um, yeah, and he, he'll make it's these. Uh, he, he's consenting to the training. Yeah. Yeah. So first time he came out, he was just like working for food and stuff like that and helping out. And people would say, Hey, you know, do you think Nick would, uh, you think Nick would come over and give me a hand with setting this up? And I'd say, sure, give me 20 bucks. I'll send him on over there. And uh, you know, he'd go on over, and I, he'd come back, and I'd give him a couple treats, and and he'd say thank you. But uh, so and he picked up the picked up the breakfast operation, and I, I, he helps out quite a bit with like the main meals. I, I'm I'm just I don't have the energy to to do the whole darn thing like I used to, and I'm 51. I'm I'm not gonna make a big giant breakfast for you know, 20, 30 people and, and then make dinner also. I want to spend some time and, and have some fun shooting the bowl with people. But the salt kitchen is my little setup. Um, I got a couple of propane stoves out there, usually a couple of smokers slash barbecue grills, uh, nice work table, the, the whole nine yards. I put out some pretty good spreads. Uh, sacred cow ribeye dinner. That's always a favorite along with uh smoked porchetta roast uh, porchetta is a porchetta is a pork, pork roast with italian seasoning on it and the best way to have it is smoked nice now so, we're getting what into you, like what are you PRL food the, channel time what are you offering the vegans uh there's there's plenty of grass out in the field <laughs> 76 <laughs> acres yeah <laughs> It looks pretty cool. Right. Checking out the website. 
mplfest.org. It looks pretty, and it's in the uh, on if you're looking at Michigan, it's in like the mitt, like right there at the thumb. Yeah, it's a crotch. Is that like the base crotch? What do you call it? It's like in the the sweet spot of the glove. Like if it was a catcher's mitt, it's in the groin. Yeah, groin of Michigan. It's it's about two. Looks like it's uh, northwest of Detroit. Yep. Close to, you know, if you go around uh, Lake Erie. So, I don't know, probably looking at it from, yeah, so probably a doable drive. So See, um, now what would be really cool to drive over there from like Maine or New Hampshire, cut through Canada would be really cool under like normal circumstances. Right. But in, but in lockdown world and, uh, you know, vaccine uh, biosecurity state, like you have to go around Canada now. So that's kind of annoying, right? Yeah, I did. I did uh, Michigan to Vermont through Kanekistan in 2016 when I went to Porkfest. I've done it before. I like that route. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like, uh, the the alternative is to like go through like oh, Pennsylvania and Ohio, and you know, just yeah. Uh, it's like here's the Pennsylvania Turnpike for ten hours. Yeah, Pennsylvania wasn't too bad, but driving through New York, even upstate, I felt pretty dirty. Yeah, it's a lot of so many cops. Well, Canada's too. really progressive. I mean, even their highway is the uh, the Trans Canadian Highway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everything is is very gay. It's very friendly. The before times. <laughs> so they don't let us back in again. I don't know. You used to be yeah. able to say gay back in those days. Oh. Yeah. So everybody, get out to Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Round up your friends and family and get them registered today at mplfest.org. Now, will people have to wear masks there or uh, get a vaccine? Or, Are there uh, vaccine requirements? The, the mask, that, that's, up, that's up to you, whatever your kink is. If you want to wear a mask, then go ahead. Uh, vaccines, that's also up to you. Although I will say that the unvaccinated organic is probably going to be in much higher demand than the uh, than the uh, vaccinated GMO. Facts. So that sounds like it right. sounds like a good time. I'll check I think out. we need to have a, a punk rock libertarian representation. Yeah, if only we knew a guy with a camper. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing else to do. Yeah, nothing and left all to this, lose. And all this like. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm in. No, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, that sounds like twenty first. Yeah, that's around my that's around my birthday. So I could uh, I could convince the other half that uh, you know, for my yeah, birthday, he- I want to go to Michigan. You hear, <laughs> you, you hear Luna? Yeah, she's not happy. L- Luna yeah. says you you better get your asses up here or else she she'll be there. The cats, you take you do take the cats with you? Yes. Nice. How does that work? Yeah. Oh, it works out great. Works out great. So I I also have a camper. But you have a big one. Mine's pretty small. Mine's too small for a cat. Well, I I I had a 21 and a half foot uh, toe behind. All right. You're you're crabby. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had a I had a smaller toe behind, and I wound up going with a small fifth wheel. 
Uh, so the it's the twenty four footer. The total total length is thirty feet, but it's considered a twenty four. So it's probably what's the the, the short the smallest fifth wheel that Jayco makes. But anyway, uh, I, I got the what bigger kind of truck. Do you have F one fifty V six with the EcoBoost F fifty. That's cool. Yeah, I got a I got a six cylinder F one fifty. Yeah, and it pulls it pretty pretty easily. But uh, nice. So so the Aircast Jinx and Spooky because I just got Luna not too long ago, a couple couple months ago. Um, Jinx and Spooky they wanted a larger camper so that they could run around and do their thing. So I, I wound up getting the the fifth wheel for them, not for me. And of course, now that we added new cat, so you might have to add a second trailer tow behind that for the new cat. Yeah. Well, let's let's put it this way. I, I haven't got the new cat chipped yet because if she runs away, I'm not sure that I want her back yet. Oh. Oh, they actually have um so they have I'm checking out the accommodations. They have a cabin tent at the yeah. Liberty Festival. This is kind of like uh what was that um that fire festival, but actually legit. Like I would trust this way more than you know, spending thousands of dollars to go to some festival. Do you remember that uh that scam a couple years ago, but it reminds oh, you yeah, something about that. Yeah. But it already has, um, yeah, you already have cabin tents already set up over $500 of equipment features a 10 by 10 tent, stand up, walk up around led light for one ninety nine for the fast plus admission, only 10 available. That's not That's, bad. Yeah. yeah that, so it's an easy up and there's a, a tent that you can put inside the easy up. So you've got the screen walls and all of our stuff. Keep the bugs out. Keep the skeeters uh, there, away. Yeah. And there, there, there's a floor in there. Uh, real nice air mattress. It's connected to electricity. So the, um, if, if, if like the air mattress loses a little bit of air during the night and they can do that with f- temperature fluctuations, it will automatically repump it up. That's awesome. And in the the inflator that that tops it up and keeps it at whatever level you have it set at is like super quiet. So you're not going to wake up in the middle of the night with the Chris Cantwell driving through Porkfest drunk <laughs> sound. Uh, it's, it's Who's that gonna, guy? What's we don't that? Know who that? We don't know who that is. No, we don't have to talk about <laughs> that said individual at all on the podcast. <laughs> but he that, yeah, that's he that shall not be named. Yes. I mean, for 15 bucks, I'm checking out, you could do the primitive for 15 bucks a day. That's money. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, if you want to actually like camp camp, but I don't know. I think my girlfriend would like the bougie option with the inflatable, like with the air mattress and the whole setup. I mean, it is, it's like the, that fire festival that was a total why you, scam. Well, why don't you get get her at like a sweet RV and just roll that out? Possibly. Yeah. The, so yeah, we'll figure something yeah. out. This, this looks like a good event. I'm a- oh, it, it's a very good event. As a matter of fact, uh, inflatable mattresses for people with inflatable girlfriends. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that works I, out well, too. Yeah, do your thing, man. Do your thing. You know, exactly. You know, it's yeah. like uh, we're all got to come prepared, yeah. right? Whatever yeah. You're, whatever you're into, you know, when you're camping. Yeah, but I, like I said, it's a nice little setup. And, and they got showers there, too, hot showers. So they got the – Ooh, nice. They they got like uh, four four easy ups I think it is and they've rigged up the walls and everything. Um, what are those things? Oh, the tankless water heaters. So they got tankless water heaters and propane tanks. You can set the temperature for the for the water, whatever you want it to be. Uh, I haven't used one because I have 
my own, you know, my own shower. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty sweet little operation. Yeah, that could uh, that could deter some people. The level, I mean, I'm cool with it, but the other half, there's a level of like roughing it, like I'm there's sure. glamping, there's glamping, and then there's like there's a Alex, fine how line. Did, how did your girlfriend handle uh, the pork fest Rogers level accommodations? Um, the I'm, water I'm just being it's not the best for the ladies, you know. No, not at all. Uh, she toughed it out, but the fact that pork fest is so overrun that they shut the water off during the day. Right, so, so many people needed water, so they turned it off. Yeah, so so they allow the well to to fill up for at nighttime and in the morning, so people still can get a shower it until it, you're just expected to hold it until the next day, and then yeah. and then flush. Right. So yeah, the the port the porta potty overflow throughout the day at Pork Fest was kind of that was a level of roughing it plus. Uh, yeah, so that that was that was a big determining factor. So, um, yeah, now, now we do have porta potties out there, so they're not they're not it's not indoor plumbing, but they're not bad. They're not horrible. Okay. Yeah, the indoor plumbing at Porkfest is definitely like that's a level of I don't know. That's basically porta potty. Okay. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Porkfest porta potty used to be the 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 phrase that that you would use to describe what's now called a dumpster fire. Cause I, those, those things are just absolutely horrible. But yeah, I it looks think, like you know, a- standards it's things have gotten better since you've been there. I think when you were at pork fest, like it was kind of like peak of, you know, where it was sort of like so far beyond capacity, but now they've, I don't know. I think they've sort of, it's, a, you know, new management and whatnot. Like it's been pretty civilized. And yeah, people quit years. going to pork fest. <laughs> it, it's been actually uh, the past couple of years have been uh, sellouts. It's been selling. Oh, out really? I was going to say none of these issues were problems when I went like none of these overpop. Like it must've grown significantly since yeah. 2000, yeah. <clears throat> 2016. I think I went. And it was not like there were not that many people there when I went. Like, you could yeah. go take a shower, you could walk around. Like, it was not like what you guys are describing. It seems kind of insane to me. That just shows. That just shows the level, like the growth of the liberty movement, and and just because yeah, like the early times going to pork fest, that was not an issue. So this past year, that was kind of a shock. And then when you bring yeah. like your girlfriend, who's literally camped only one time before that, and it's like. Hey, like you might not be able to take a shower. <laughs> Sorry, it's like <laughs> yeah, they, you're you're around Thursday. I, you I mean, most time I camp, you don't even have a pork festival body. by the size of the garbage pile where, like, underneath <laughs> who was is the dumpster, right? right? Like, some people think of it as the bear feeding area, but it's uh, there's dumpsters, and and it, it's years so ago gross. it would just become yeah. a, a like a massive, like full size Giza pyramid of trash and um <laughs> like at some point he figured out he's like oh you know what i can actually schedule the trash truck to come like midweek <laughs> you know like, like <laughs> yeah now do you measure this we learn some stuff now do you measure the success of pork fest on the number uh or on uh on the size of the trash heap or the number of bears that come to feed from it or is like the the bears that come to feed? Is that like extra credit? 
I, you know, the bears are just do their own thing. So uh, they're going to feed regardless of the size of the pile. But, uh, you know, theoretically, if it got big enough, I guess like bears would come from far and wide as that scent would just drift from for, you know, states away. Uh, but I think Crosby actually got in trouble. Um, I, I don't remember the details, but that doesn't stop us um, from talking about things on this show. Uh, <laughs> something about, about like that illegal disposal of trash on his own property where he might have just like been bulldozing garbage like into his own property, like in the <laughs> hell of it, like made his own like trash, trash heap, like and then got busted by this county or something like that. Yeah, the the scent of pork fret, pork fest brings a lot of things in. Bears, people, scent. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember years ago, like when the, my like the girls were little, were walking around Philly, and 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 one of them said, like, this smells like pork fest, right? <laughs> 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 it, it was a combination of like hobo urine tobacco smoke weed <laughs> your typical like weed sauce like i don't know exactly what the, you know the aroma was in the city but it, you know philly doesn't usually smell that great yeah so i've been to pork fest twice the first time was 2014 and as far as i'm concerned that was like the peak year um i a lot of people that have gone several times have agreed with that and said yeah that was the peak year but um that now, was when but it was kind of like uh, the past couple of years have have changed things. Like it's under new management, and they're like it's it's fun. Rogers, and, and Rogers popular. or Pork Fest? Pork Fest. Okay, so in 2014, uh, most of the fiends were out there, and as far as speakers go, there were a lot of big names there. And then just as far as like attendees, it was pretty much darn near anybody that I had heard of that I wanted to meet. You know, people that I knew on Facebook or something like that. Um, but I, I got a chance to meet like a lot of people. And um, I, I found that I have very little use for celebritarians after that. Uh, they're a little bit too full of themselves. But anyway, uh, I mean, that was the peak year, though. And then when I went in 2016, that was the year that uh, Free Talk Live, or well, uh, Ian got banned. And like most of LRN, that was a dark time. That was yeah. a, that was a that was a rough period. Yeah, that was but, the last time I was there. And from from how it sounds, the uh, the next couple of years, the the numbers were decreasing to a point to where they reduced the number of days that the pork fest lasted. And the, like the next logical conclusion was going to be a drop it down to just a one day Google Hangout. <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad. But it did, it did, it almost got down to where like the level of attendance that Rogers could handle. That's how bad it was. Right. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. The carrying capacity of Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Like we almost got down to that level where it wasn't just like a, like a, a health hazard. Yeah. But, no, it was just um, a Giza pyramid of pork fest trash. Right. But uh, two years ago, um, two years ago, Ian was back with VIP status, right? Under new management. Um, you know, like, and the tickets were sold out when, when everything else had been shut down by, for COVID, they were like, fuck it. They kept it open. And, you know, and I, I yeah, think it it's a, a it's a new level of success. As <laughs> and a result then all the of, Mises caucians got. Right, the Mises caucus <laughs> so, came in everybody COVID. So Mises caucus made sure it was a super spreader event, but still, people still are going to come back again. 
<laughs> so who's running the show now with that? I don't know. Oh, oh I run, just we camp don't know. there and, and party all week. How would well, I you know? Said, you, you said there's new people <laughs> running it. Well, uh, different organizers. You know, there's just yeah. you know the organizers change from time to time, and um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the guys. Um, I'm drawing a blank at the moment, but uh, I think they're doing a pretty good job. Are, are they still going around trying to get people to sign the sign the pledge to move there? And no. saying, I think no, they've that, that, exceeded. They've, yeah, that's it's done. over. Everybody accept already. Will you accept the free state now. project? Would you accept the pre- free state project as your Lord and Savior? Here, if you sign this today, I because I remember both times I was there, it was almost like a, I feel like as in a timeshare presentation. Are you sure you don't want to sign this today? You sure you don't want to become a member of the <laughs> free state project? Get you into the free state project today. Yeah. You get all these benefits. <laughs> we'll, we'll get your free LP membership at a reduced cost and blah, blah, blah. It's like, ooh, oh, God. Ooh. Well, um, I never paid any attention to that stuff anyway, so who cares, right? Like, right, yeah, it's it's definitely it's a different vibe, yeah, because they far exceeded that goal, so it's it's less uh, timeshare pitch vibe. (laughs) So, what they exceeded like how many people signed or how many people actually moved there? I think that's who knows, who knows, and committed to move. Yeah, I mean, how would you know, right? First of all, the whole signature thing was kind of like. Yeah, it was kind of like a kludge because the original deal was it was within a certain time period. Had to get enough signatures within a certain time period, right? To to be like, I agree to move if twenty thousand signatures are gotten before like two thousand six or something. I mean, it was a long time ago, right? Yeah. They had a finite period of time. It wasn't an open ended thing. People signed early on, knowing that we need a, a this many people in this many years, and if that doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen, right? But that didn't happen. But then people kept signing, and then they got twenty thousand. But that's not really the original goal because that goal was never met. But this new goal of twenty thousand was met for whatever that's worth. And then presumably these people are some of them are moving, and that's great. Who cares? Right. Like it, none of these really, these details really interested me, but it is just a great place. And there's a lot of great anarchists and libertarians of all stripes up there. Um, you know, it is a pretty good, uh, it'd be a great place to be for, for, uh, you know, any kind of libertarian or anarchist. Yeah. And, and there were a lot of people that actually just moved there and said, I'm not signing your social contract. Here I am, though. And they're like, no, you got to sign the social contract. And, and then they started complaining because some people weren't doing libertarianism the proper way. But, you know, but yet everybody, had their, everybody has their own way. Some people are really into being state reps. And uh, I went to a Liberty Forum event. Like, have you ever been to Liberty Forum? It's their, it's kind of like pork fest, but for squares in the winter. And this is really dedicated to move to New Hampshire in the winter. And it's like Manchester at a hotel. And when I went, um, every like there's people on some, they have a, they're walking around at the cocktail party with suits and they had special badges on that were like, I'm a state representative. And it had like a special seal and it kind of like, they literally are like wearing badges to like show like, look, we're, we're, ele- we're in the government and we're, we're, we're one of you guys. And like, everybody's ho- like rubbing elbows and all happy and everything. So square. What were some of the right? secret handshakes? Did you pick up square. on the, um, yeah. But, sounds- yeah. I think the reach around is the secret handshake of elected politicians, but 
But, uh, you know, so that's the one side of it. But then you got the, you know, the agorists and the civil disobedient people and the drug addicts and the and the ayahuasca people and the and the, <laughs> right, and the and the school bus people. And the like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's the whole spectrum. Everybody's on the spectrum somewhere. It's the whole, it's the whole libertarian au- the autism spectrum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the entire rainbow. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Pete. Uh, Pete Ayer and Adamo Freeman were there yeah. uh, last year. Yeah. Original cop block dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I was real happy to, to meet them in 2014. And Pete stopped in Detroit a few times, like out on the cop block tour. And then just when he went wandering, you know, traveling across the, across the country, doing Kung Fu and solving mysteries and shit. <laughs> And it, remember their van, um, the Marv, the Mobile Authority Resistance Vehicle. Was that like <laughs> black and yellow RV that they had like painted and had sponsors all over it from Freedoms Phoenix and Future of Freedoms Foundation and Antiwar.com and like they just would drive around and wait for cops to harass them and film it. And <laughs> I, I think when they came to Detroit, they had the cop, cop block mobile, something like that. Good, good times. Oh man, cool. I'm, I'm getting all nostalgic now. Yeah, we should take uh, we, should, we should take the good times over to the after hours. I think. Uh, yeah, it's about that time. It's we can get into time. some. Uh, yeah, we can get into some stories on the after hours. Yep. All right. Well, we'll call it here. So yeah, thanks everybody for coming on. MPLFest.org. Um, yeah, Lou, do you want to do you want to plug any of your social medias or anything else? Or uh, yeah. Uh, I- I am the absentee landlord of loosandershow.com. Uh, it was supposed to be a podcast and I haven't put anything out in a couple of years, but I'm very strongly considering thinking about maybe possibly doing something in the near or far future. As far as podcast goes, I, I got a bunch of satire articles on there right now. Uh, like colonial lives matter, Facebook bans, every single user shit like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's some good stuff. LouSandersShow.com. Uh, check that out. Uh, Twitter. I, I only go on there like once every couple months to troll Elizabeth Warren. So, and you <laughs> can follow her, me just on her, the, just her. A valid. Uh, uh, no, I, there, I, there's a there's a handful of people. See, could I, I could I do Twitter where all I see is Lou trolling Elizabeth Warren? Like to yeah, me, that would be reason Lou. to use Twitter. Right? <laughs> only just Lou. But no, just, just Lou, Lou trolling Elizabeth Warren only. You know, like well, I'd love to just have like, like none of his other of, stuff. Yeah. Well, 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 sometimes I troll George Takei. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm I really you mean you troll his interns because the guy's yeah. like 95 years old. Yeah. <laughs> well, and by interns, you mean whoever, like the intern at the DNC, right? right that bought the account. <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I, I remember when he used to have like a bunch of dad jokes and puns on there. I mean, he was actually really entertaining, like back during the Obama years. But w- once Trump got elected, oh my God, the fangs came out and, 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 and with the, the whole Covidian, branch Covidian oh, yeah. stuff. Oh God, he turned into a real Karen there. Real it's so easy Karen. to troll though. It's like as soon as he starts like telling you to trust the government, you just bring up like what they did to his family. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Trust the government. They wouldn't put us in camps or anything, would they? <laughs> yeah. So many shit yeah. lives on Twitter. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about it in the after hours shit posting on Liberty Twitter. But uh, Jared, you want to plug some of the PRL sponsors? And we got a table at the uh, Libertarian. The yep, we've Maryland got a table. If you are in Maryland and you're listening to the show, come check us out at the Maryland LP convention. It's coming up this Saturday at uh somewhere look at beefalo bob beefalo bobs and beefalo uh, bobs to, in pasadena yeah, let's, go to, right? let's go to the Mar- maryland libertarian page so yeah we'll be out up. there we'll be hawking t-shirts stickers just hanging out and that'll be fun um and then also we've got uh, libertarian country who makes those t-shirts for us they are a sponsor of the show they are awesome and uh if you go to their website and you type in code PRL or PRL podcast, you will save 10% off of your order. If you order more than $50 or more, you enter PRL too, uh, you can save 20%. So check them out. We're also sponsored by Moral Bob and his show Hidden in Plain Sight. Check that show out. It's good stuff. And then also Wheelie's Pharmacy. They sell CBD products. And you can use, I think, code PRL and save 10%. That sounds about right. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's going to be it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, live free or die.